Okay, so what I want to do this morning is I want us to continue looking at the book of Acts, but with the children as well, learning something about what it means to be this river of God, to be the river of life. Um, and as obviously Sutton Family Church is now River Church. So what does it mean to be part of this river? But also I want us to look at it from the perspective of what happens in Acts 3. So something very special happens in this chapter. And adults, does anyone know what happens at the beginning of Acts 3? I don't know, maybe Jesus died. Okay, Jesus no, that was, that was in the Gospels he did that, John. Jesus died in the Gospels and he rose again. So let's, what happens in Acts 3, there was the healing. And in fact, so far, what, the man was healed. Yes, the crippled man was healed. Thank you. So in Acts 1, okay, Jesus goes back up to heaven and we have the day of Pentecost. And the day after the day of Pentecost, we have this wonderful pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Who here has been filled with the Holy Spirit? Put your hands up. Oh, you think you have. Brilliant. Hands down. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is one of those important things that you need to know that you have the Holy Spirit filling you and empowering you every day. So I have been filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Being filled with the Spirit is, a, is something we can pray to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So we get an impartation. We get filled with the Spirit when we make a decision to follow Jesus. Put your hands up if you made a decision to follow Jesus. Wonderful. Put your hands down. Okay, lots of people have made decisions to follow Jesus. Because that is the best decision that you can make in your life, to follow Jesus. So decide to follow Jesus and then an impartation of the Holy Spirit where you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, what I want us to do together is look at Acts 3, where this crippled man is healed by, um, by the power of Jesus. So I need some volunteers for this to happen. I need three uh, children. So we've got one, two, and... Jacob, Tom, you can do a bit later, okay? So these are my three volunteers, um, okay? And I need two adult volunteers. <laughs> um, male volunteers. <laughs> Not that I'm being sexist, honest. I just, you might have to do things which you need to um, hold things for long periods of time. So I just don't want... <laughs> Wonderful. So anyone that's got any health conditions, don't put your hand up. Um, please, I need one more male volunteer. Don't look... Oh, thank you, RV. Wonderful. Let's give these five wonderful people a wonderful round of applause. Okay. Now, at the beginning of Acts 3, there is a crippled man that is healed. Now, does anyone know where this crippled man is healed? At the gate, beautiful, John. Absolutely. Where is our gate beautiful, I wonder? <laughs> it could be here. If you're wondering what this wonderful thing is in the middle of the hall, it's our gate beautiful. So what I need to do is, John and Arvi, uh, can you stand here a minute? Now, I'm going to read 
the verses in the Bible. I'm going to read scripture to you. And as I read it, we're going to enact what actually happened on that day, 2,000 years ago, outside the temple of Jerusalem, or just inside the temple of Jerusalem. Something amazing happened. Okay, children? This actually happened. Okay? So, now, these two wonderful, strong gentlemen for me are going to... um, Right, let's, let's read it first. So one day, one day, Peter and John were going up to the temple. Now, Peter and John, Ellie, you're going to be a man for a moment, so that's okay. And come here, Jacob. It's all men in the story, so you're going to have to be a man, I'm afraid. Is that okay? Otherwise, I can get somebody else if you don't Just want to. <laughs> so if you come over here, Noah, you just stay there. Jacob, you come over here. You're Peter. Do you want to be John? It's up to you. There's only men in this story. Okay, Tom, come up here then. Thank you, Ellie. Let's give Ellie a round of applause for volunteering. But Tom, if you come over here and stand next to Jacob. So this is, this is Peter and John. Which one of you wants to be Peter? Which one of you wants to be John? You can be John. Okay, so we've got Peter and John. So... Can you do me a favour and can you sort of link hands like that and get Noah to sit on you? So you need to go down lower and he's to sit. Okay, let me turn you around and put you on there. Okay, have you got him? Okay, so here we have just... Um, so what happens? Here we go. Let's, re- let's keep reading. So Peter and John and um, they were going up to the temple. So we got the temple gate... Stay there, stay there. I haven't told you to go yet. Okay, so here we have, um, at three in the afternoon, they were going up to pray at the temple. So although these two guys were now followers of Jesus, they were still going to the temple to pray uh, to God. So they were going to the temple at three in the afternoon. Now a man, Noah, crippled from birth, was being carried to, thank you, to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Just a second. So they're going to this gate where this crippled man was carried every single day to beg from people going into the temple. Who's going into the temple courts? Ethan is going into the temple courts. But Ethan likes praying. Come on, you can go into the temple courts. You go with these two. Okay, so... These wonderful God friends meant they've been baptized in the Spirit, they've had the day of Pentecost, they've been filled with the Spirit, and they're going to pray together. They're going to pray in the temple courts. And as they're going, this man, this crippled man, now because he's crippled, what do crippled uh, men need? They need a stick to help them get around, so you can carry that. But he's also begging because he wants people to help him be able to live. So he's asking for money. So he's got a little bowl to beg. So you can now carry him to the gate. Beautiful. Actually, before you go, before you go, there's one last thing. Sorry. How, how are your arms doing? Right. He needs a mat to sit on because the floor's quite cold. So we're going to give him that. Okay, if you could carry him to the gate. Beautiful. So this happens every single day, or it happened every single day. This man could not walk. He was crippled. He was weak. His legs were weak. He couldn't stand there. Imagine if you could never walk. Your legs would not have any muscles at all, and he'd be extremely weak, and he would sit at this gate every day. 
asking people, going into the temple for um, money. So here we go. So he was put there. Thank you. Give them a round of applause. Okay. So here we are. Now, he, as at this gate, so just shift along that way because people still need to get through. Otherwise, you're going to be in the way. Okay. So he was sitting there. And when... Um, so where he was put every day to beg from those. When he saw Peter and John, so if you come towards um, the crippled man, oh, very good, you go that way then. And so while you're doing that, I'm just going to be reading this uh, passage. So when he saw Peter and John, have you seen them yet? No. Oh, there they come. When they're about to enter, he asked them for money. Hold your bowl out. Okay, so he asked for money. Peter looked straight at him. As did John. (laughs) And Ethan. Wonderful. And then Peter said, "Um, look at us. So the crippled man looked at Peter and John. There's lots of looking. So the man gave uh, them his attention, expecting to get something from them. So hold out your bowl. There we are. But he doesn't. Now, let's see. Well, he does, but not in the way that he's expecting. And then Peter said this. So Peter, can you read from the screen? Oh, not that. Not so. Keep going. There's a slide. There you go. My goodness. So hold on a minute. Stay there, Noah. Stay there. So here we have a situation where Jesus is no longer around. Jesus has gone to heaven. We've got Jesus' disciples who have been filled with the... And the prayer partner. Who have been filled with the Holy Spirit, just like you and me. And they are standing here at the gate of the temple. This crippled man has been crippled from birth. And they are saying, Peter says... In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Okay? So, hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're going to get there. So, taking him by the right hand, Peter, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went into the temple courts, walking, jumping, and praising God. Hallelujah. The gate is no longer. And when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gates called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. So everyone looking wonder and amazement. Amazing. Absolutely. God has performed a miracle. Right. Give them three, a round of applause. Four. You can leave that, Jacob. Okay, see yourselves down. Just sit down there for a moment for me. Okay, so that is what happened. The disciples, okay, had really not known this was going to happen. They were going to the temple to pray. Yet there was somebody who was in need that said to them, you know, uh, asked them, 
you know, for money. And so what the disciples did, that they had trusted and they had faith that Jesus had the power to heal that crippled man. And Jesus, in fact, healed him and he jumped around and praised God for the healing. God has been doing miracles since the beginning of time. God has been performing miracles since the beginning of time, He's, since he created the heavens and the earth. What miracles can you tell me that God has done since the beginning of time? Anybody? Your arm when you broke it. Okay, so God has healed you physically, Jacob. Brilliant. We were going to come to particular things a bit later. But what is, what is the Bible? What miracles can we read of in the Bible that God has done? Ellie? He, uh, yep, Jesus healed lepers that were leprosy, were totally ridden with leprosy, got healed. He, Jesus rose from the dead. Give me all the big ones and all the practical ones. What else? Just have a... He made the old crippled man walk that we read of today. Well, let me tell you, Moses parted the Red Sea is a miracle of God. Jesus turning water into wine. Lazarus being raised from the dead. Creating, so the creation, Genesis 1, God creating the stars, the heavens, the earth, the sea, the land, is a miracle. I mean, God is a miracle worker. He does miracles and performs miracles all through the Bible. And we, uh, we obviously see the most obvious miracles through Jesus performing miracles um, through healing and raising people from the dead. And, and we saw here the disciples then being given the mission that the Get to go and perform miracles themselves, to see healings themselves, to have confidence that the Holy Spirit in them will, um, will equip them to have the faith to see people healed and see people, to see the power of God moving and working through them. So the testimony of God's power at work today is, is very much alive. As Jacob says, he has experienced God's healing in his body. God is a miracle worker. So we can become channels of God's miracles as well. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you are a channel for God and the power that he has that he wants to use through us? As we're filled and empowered with God's Holy Spirit, as we draw from, we've looked at Jesus being the source of the river as we look to Jesus as being the source of these miracles, I believe that God wants to do great miracles through each one of us as well. So, um, what I want to do now is just to have examples of people that have experienced the power of God and the miracles in their own life. So Jacob shared about where his arm has been healed. And I wanted just to ask others in the room, have you got testimonies of where God has healed you physically? Have you got examples of where God has healed you physically? Okay, can I ask, can you share, if you don't mind, where God has healed you physically and um, with the rest of us? If I can just ask, thanks, Jean.
Tom, if you could listen. Tom. Just a minute. Hold on, just put that on. In the year 2000, I was diagnosed with really bad arthritis. I couldn't walk to the end of my road. I couldn't lift my arms higher than here. And walking up the stairs was a real challenge. Um, I actually went to a lot of meetings hearing Jonathan preaching at that time, so I believed that I could be healed. And because my boys were without their dad, I thought, I have got to get better. I was told that I could finish up in a wheelchair, but I really believed that as the time went by, Jesus could heal me. And in two, April 2006, he did heal me, and now I can do this and Brilliant. walk and walk. Praise God, absolutely. Let's give God a wonderful round of applause. Um, when I was a very new Christian, just before then, I had a very bad kidney infection. And within the week I got saved, I went to church and they prayed for me and I was healed. I've never had it since. Wonderful. Again, let's praise God. God is a God who heals today. Anyone else would like to share their testimony of where God has healed them physically? Um, I had a trapped nerve in my left shoulder uh, when I was 14 or 15, I had a lot of work on it. Nothing um, was really sorting it out permanently. And then three years ago, um, I was prayed for. Um, I, I couldn't even lie on it to sleep. But uh, three years ago, I was prayed for, and I have not had an ounce of pain Hallelujah. in the last three years. Praise God. Let's give God a round of applause. Um. My feet really hurt when I walk a very long way. Um, so my mum took me to the doctor. Then um, she got me in soles. And now um, when I walk, um, there's a bit of an arch now. Brilliant. So God has actually reshaped his foot and created an arch. Praise God. Carolyn. Um, last, about, probably about a year ago, um, I'd done something to my back and I was in agony. I couldn't even stand up straight. And I came to church. Um, I'd actually been with the kids, which probably wasn't the best thing at the time, but came through afterwards um, during the ministry time and got prayed for. Um, and I felt, I felt the Holy Spirit was really on me and I was really believing for my healing. But when I stood up again, my back was, if anything, more painful than before we got prayed for. And I felt a bit disheartened, but I just really felt God was saying, it doesn't matter, even if your back hasn't been healed right now, I've still, the Holy Spirit, I, I knew that the Spirit had been with me and something had happened inside me anyway. So I went home and I slept and I woke up two hours later and I came downstairs and the kids went, Mummy, you can stand up straight. And I said, oh yes, I can. <laughs> and I just suddenly realised that in that sleep and in the, in the morning after being prayed for, my back had been healed, and I went to see the specialist again on the Monday, and he said, your back is completely back in alignment, which it wasn't on the Friday before. So praise, praise God. God that I was healed. But it's not always straight away. Sometimes no, it's absolutely. Sometimes there is a bit of a delay, so yeah. you've just got to yeah. keep trusting. Absolutely. Wonderful. Let, let, yeah, let's give Jesus a clap. Wonderful. Let's keep hearing. It's great to hear what God has been doing and how God has been doing loads amongst us. Isn't it wonderful? I just decided to go up and get prayer because there was quiet. There was nobody there. So I thought I'll grab that one first. Um, uh, my back and my neck and my head, when I sing especially, hurt. So 
Um, I went for, for prayer and two lovely ladies uh, were praying and as they were praying it got worse and it got worse and I had to hang on to the stage and lean right forward. Steve came up, helped, put his hand on my back. They were all praying like crazy and the pain went. Praise God. Now I need to have the courage not to fear that it'll come back. Mm, hallelujah. I love my Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, the first miracle in my life was when I was eight, eight years old. I was born with a leg that was kind of twisted in, a bit, a bit crippled, and the toes were pointing inwards, and it was all... And I went to hospitals, and Helios, they put splints on it right from birth up to... And then on and on. And then when I, went, when I was eight, we heard of a Christian man who had healed his son of polio. And he opened his house every Saturday afternoon to heal others, free of charge. He would never take money. So I went there about, I don't know, maybe about six times. And it gradually straightened it out. And I've had no problem ever in my life with that leg Wonderful. ever again. Oh, praise God. So what what age were you down. when... Eight, wonderful, eight years old and still healed. Fantastic. Thanks, Mike. In 2003, I have uh, cancer, breast cancer, and it was removed, mastectomy, and it never came back. And then all the nerves, lymph nodes on my left was removed, and I am left-handed, so everything I do is left. Now, after about a year or two, it was paining. And I said, Lord, what is this? I said, why I have? But then I said, no, I don't have this pain. I said, because you are my healer. And then Amen. I had also lost my vision, my, my right eye. So they have an implant of lens implant. Is it lens implant? My God, I said, I cannot read. But then I was able to when they performed in St. Anthony. And since then, then after about two years, it was the left affected. Oh, no, not again. I said, Lord, what is happening? I said, and, and then I had again done in St. Helier. Now, I'm surprised and I thank the Lord that at my age, I am nearing 70. I don't require eyeglass. Wonderful. Brilliant. I can read. Praise God. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. Go on then, Mike. I mean, we, we, it's wonderful, isn't it? We could do this all morning of hearing testimony of God's healing power. I almost don't need to preach the word because God's doing it and we can see it. I thought that was the intention. I wouldn't have put my hand up otherwise. <laughs> um, I got a, 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 rug, a rugby injury when I was at school and it, for, it was in my shoulder and it hurt for years. Like when I play guitar, it would hurt. If I stood up for too long, it would hurt. Um, and uh, I actually... I didn't know about that God healed people at that point. Like, yeah. no one had told me. And I was at this church, and they said, oh, you know, we're, we're doing a course about Jesus healing people. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. So I, I turned up, and they, uh, and, they, and they prayed for me in the first session. And it was just... It, it was healed straight away, and it, I've never had pain in it ever again. It's never been sore. Like, I can still feel where I had the injury, but now I can, you know, I don't have any limited movement, and it doesn't hurt anymore. So, yeah, God heals. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Wonderful. Yes. 
Do you know, and that is exactly what happened on this day that we look at in Acts 3, where this crippled man was on a mat, the disciples saw him, and the power of God healed the, well, the crippled man, the power of Jesus. And there are two things that I want us to take away from today. And if they come on a slide, firstly, Peter, what he did, as soon as the man was healed, it said that people rushed um, while the beg was holding on to people and, Peter and John. All the people were astonished and came running to them in this place. Because when a miracle happens, people want to see what's going on. When something's going on, when God is doing something, people come running. You know, you, we hear stories of people getting healed in supermarkets. You know, it's an amazing testimony. When you hear of somebody getting healed, people are like, what's going on? And people flock. People come to watch and to understand what's going on. And the reason why I wanted to do this at the end today is because what does Peter do as soon as all these people are gathered to see the healing? He preaches the gospel. He tells people that it's Jesus that's healed this man. He says to the people that gathered around, he said, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we've made this man walk? So Peter and John saying, it isn't us that have healed this man. It's the power of Jesus. It's Jesus that is risen from the dead. It's Jesus that is alive. And as we pray for people careful not to fall over them, they, they become healed. And it's wonderful that I could probably keep going around this hall for another 10 minutes and see where God has healed people physically because God has the power to heal. And that's the God who we believe in. That's the God who we follow. And then Peter goes on a bit later on. He said that um, we are witnesses of what happened to Jesus, that God raised him from the dead and he said, it's by faith in the name of Jesus that this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given, given this complete healing to him, as you can all see. Right? Every single person in us, in this room, who has given your life to Jesus is a testimony to God's healing. A testimony to the, the, the fact that you've made a decision to follow Christ and put him first in your heart. I've heard it said that that is the biggest miracle of all, that people have made a decision to follow Christ, that people have taken a step of faith to say, actually, this does look something that is something I can believe in. This is someone who has come to give life. There is a God who loves me enough that he would send his son to the cross to die for me and rise again that I might have eternal life. And that is for every single one of us. And if you're here today and you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, to make Jesus your Lord and Saviour, then my encouragement to you is to don't go away from this hall today without making that decision. As you can see that Jesus is real, as you can see from all the people here today who have experienced the living power of Jesus in their physical bodies, Jesus is real. And there should be Two things that come up a bit later on on the slides. So we've sort of missed all the order out, but don't worry, Kirsty. If you just go on, another one. Okay. Okay, okay, sorry. It must have been one that I took out. So 
So what I want us to do then is I want us just to uh, stand together, if we can all stand. Um, I had got a video I wanted to show you, but I think what I'll do is I'll leave that and, um, and show you. It was just really a video showing um, Bill Johnson experiencing the healing power of God. And I want to encourage you um, to, uh, to just close your eyes, and I'm just going to pray for us all. And I'm going to pray that, um, that each one of us would just know the faith of God, to be confident that we have the Holy Spirit and we have the power of God in us, that whenever we're given opportunities to pray for healing, that we might take those steps of faith, that when we have opportunities to um, pray for others, to be the living river of God, that we might be uh, confident in who God's called us to be. So, Father God, I thank you for being with us today, even with all the chaos and all the um, things that haven't quite worked out as we planned, that you are still here by your Spirit, that, God, you are still doing a wonderful work in us as your church. I just pray now that you would come by your Spirit. Empower us, Lord, to go from here, from this day, and to be um, servants and, and ministers of your of your word, of your spirit. And Lord, help us, Lord, to know what you've called us to be and how you've called us to be used by you, I pray. Hallelujah. Amen.